Okay. Um, f- episode 15, Josh. We've done 15 of these. I think that that's a milestone is what they say it's- in stone language. I don't know what that means, but I'm proud of us for sticking with it and doing 15 episodes of this. Me too. Do you think anyone has listened to all 15 episodes besides yourself and me? Um, there's someone I know named Jess Alured that I know has listened to all mm-hmm. of the episodes. That's probably true. Um, and and Bethany has listened to at least five. So I think that that counts as a win. <laughs> yeah. Which five? Probably the first five. The five – well, um, no. She – she missed some of the ones in December. Mm-hmm. Too um, busy. Yeah. Yeah, so. Cool. Um, so let's start with the could be improved column. I added a ticket here that you voted for. It says, Jess scolded me for laughing too loud at Curb Your Enthusiasm. Um, I, I really need to know <laughs> about this situation. <laughs> so uh, I guess – they did like a 10th episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm on HBO and I missed it or like didn't know about it or whatever. So the other night I was sitting on the couch, um, you know, kids were in bed. Kid was in bed, just was in her office working on something and she doesn't have a door to her office. Mm. So it's like, you know, if you're being loud at the, at the, <laughs> on the couch for the TV, she can hear you uh-huh. and she would like me to stop laughing like an asshole when she's trying to get work done. So <laughs> is this a problem with any show or is it Curb Your Enthusiasm in particular that leads to guffawing uh, that that disrupts work? I mean, it's a good question. I don't remember her ever scolding me watching any other show. And I think that Curb Your Enthusiasm is fucking hilarious. So, Sure. Yeah, obviously. I remember – I watched um, the first episode of Kirby Enthusiast, like the most recent or maybe two seasons ago. It was like it sure. came back, like whatever season yeah. that was. And I watched it on an airplane. Mm-hmm. So it was that first episode. And um, there's a guest that comes that, that comes on and it's um, – oh, what's her face from Portlandia? He, she's like his assistant and she's okay. like – I had to take some time off work because I was constipated. Like that's the whole thing he's <laughs> mad about. <laughs> and I couldn't get a grip and I was on an airplane and I knew right. that everyone was looking at me like, what is wrong with this person? <laughs> right. They shouldn't the, offer the, Curb Your Enthusiasm on an airplane. No, it's not fair because no. it's it's really funny. And then like you you are you are aware of the physical things that are happening to you and that like makes it worse. Right, and then I'm trying to stifle my laughter, so instead I'm like right. shuddering, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sir, are you having a medical emergency? In in a in a row thirty one. It is the captain speaking. Uh, <laughs> could the passenger in uh, row thirty one uh, <laughs> stop convulsing? I think well, that. <laughs> We're going to need you to uh, turn off your in-flight entertainment because apparently you can't handle it. Uh, sorry, passengers. We had to disable all in-flight entertainment because we only have a single switch. We can't <laughs> disable only one seat. You can thank the passenger in 31E 
for that. If there are any COBOL programmers <laughs> aboard the flight, we would love to improve our ability to change those features. Okay, so um, that one is done. Although I want to mention one bit that was real good. He's out to eat at a pretty nice restaurant or whatever. And he's got some gum in his mouth. Uh-huh. So he spits it into, like, the wrapper. Yeah. And then yeah. a woman's walking by. <laughs> and he says to her, are you walking out? And she says, yeah. He's like, can you throw this away from me? And she puts it on her hand. <laughs> can you? Yeah. It's just. <clears throat> okay. Oh, my goodness. What went well? Joshua Davey accepted a new job. It happened. It happened today, actually. That's I awesome. Congratulations. Just, thank you. Thank you. I just accepted a position. Um, yeah, and I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. This is, this is a place that's it's small, kind of a, a smaller startup. I'll be the eighth engineer. Okay. Um, and, you know, after is working it, at a big place, it'll, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited about being on a smaller team again. Because the team that you're on might be eight, but you have an entire like engineering team of two hundred, don't you? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, and I think it might be more like four hundred. Okay, there you go. Yeah. So that's not. There's nothing against big companies. I think that you know my current place is, you know, do, doing a really good job um, as a as a late, like late stage startup kind of place sure. doing cool things and I, I it was actually a really hard decision to to leave but ultimately the like technical mm-hmm. side of of the like the technical challenges that this new place is offering they were just too interesting to pass up so i mean let's cut to this yeah they do closure and postgres they do they do and i mean those i've been able to do you love those are things i love i have been doing postgres stuff at my current gig, which is, you know, that's, that's great, but I do miss closure and it's been, you know, it's been over a year since I've done it professionally. I've continued to do my side projects and stuff in either closure or rust. Um, because those are my, those are my right hand and left hand these days. Uh, so anyway, it'll be, it'll be nice to get back into that kind of environment. And you start mid March. Yes. Yeah. So I still have a little bit of time with my current gig and then, um, I'll have a little bit of time off, like, like a, a, gap a week. week. Yeah, like a, a week or so. That's smart. Which I'll probably fill with some kind of house project, and then I'll get to work. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. It's happening, Excited man. To hear more about your your experience onboarding. Okay, um, I have a discussion topic here: using Hay for business email, pondering moving personal email too. I'm curious about this because I so I know about Hay. It's from the creators of Basecamp, um, and I know what Hay is, uh, but I don't really know like why anyone would want to use it or like what the main like sticking point is. Like, hey, what if email was designed for the 21st century or something? Is kind of the that's definitely how they've marketing been talking stuff. about it and marketing yeah. it and stuff. If you go to their website, there's like a manifesto page they have where they talk about how like email um, doesn't have to be stupid and like there's some <laughs> things they, they, they do to try to make yeah. it better. Um, I'm using it for business email because their business email offering allows you to like bring your own domain. And so oh, nice. 
for my side project 40, I wanted to have a 40even.com email address set up uh-huh. and do it through them. Gotcha. And so so you signed up, um, you set up all your MX records or whatever. Uh, That's right. And then, and so how does the, what's the interface? Is it only web? They have clients for like seemingly everything. They've got an iOS okay. client. They've got a Mac client. And then okay. They have a web client. So you wouldn't go into your iOS mail app to do the email there. You would go into Hayes iOS app. That's right. And you'd use their desktop app or their whatever, their website to do anything right. elsewhere. Okay. So what makes it different than say going into Gmail and doing whatever? Yeah. I mean, I think the main thing, like I'm starting to feel a little bit like, um, fuck you, Google in general and, sure. and big tech maybe yeah, <laughs> yeah. in, in large. Mm-hmm. Um, so it feels kind of nice to just like support some, I mean, you know, Basecamp's not, Nothing, but they're. I would consider them more on the indie side than certainly someone like Google. Oh, absolutely, a company like under fifty people still, right? Yeah, I mean, right. And so, like, I pay them a monthly fee for these email addresses, mm-hmm. and so that means that like I'm their customer as opposed to Gmail, which is free, and so they scan yes. your email and yeah, <laughs> don't give a shit about your privacy. Right, the customer is the advertiser. Advertiser, yeah. So, so, so anyway, I have like this like philosophical thing where I'm like, boy, it would be nice to get a little more out of the Google ecosystem. And I mean, I've had my Gmail account forever. I really like it. Like there are lots of really good things about it. I haven't gotten spam in forever. So, you know, kudos to them on lots of things, but yeah, I don't know. I also think it'd be kind of fun to have like John, John as my primary email address mm-hmm. um, and kind of like move stuff over there anyway. Yeah. So they don't yet support that. They only currently support on their personal plan a something at hey.com email address. Gotcha. So you've got the business one or you've got the the non-vanity domain one, the hey.com one. Right. Which <clears throat> for some people, I mean, I remember at first it was kind of hard to get one of these things, right? There was a long waiting list. That's right. And so I signed up for that, and I and I got John at Hey dot com, and uh-huh. I used it for a minute, and then I was just like, eh, um, let me know when you guys support custom domains, and maybe I'll come back. Okay, because I don't really want to have like my personal email be tied to another domain, or like if I'm going to, I already have that at Gmail. Like, what's it's like, it's like a lateral move to have it be at, at mm. Hey dot com now. You yeah, know? yeah. Interesting. Interesting. But I have to say, I have to really like give them some kudos too for their onboarding. Mm. So you go to you know hey dot com. Mm-hmm. I think it's generally available now to do the work stuff. But I had to get on some kind of like invite list to get the the work plan. There was like some beta, some period of time where it was like okay. in beta. Okay. Anyway, so like once you plug in your code and you go through the process, they like ask you for your name, what email address are we working with here, mm-hmm, and some like mm-hmm. um, domain and stuff like that. And then they have this wizard to walk you through setting setting up your DNS, and it's like really well done. Cool. Um, where you know you can like with a click copy the things that need to be pasted in mm-hmm. and some of that stuff. But just like the way they walk you through it is pretty friendly. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, I do feel like onboarding with Basecamp that it ha- that does feel like it's been like as a company, it's something that they've done. They've put a lot of emphasis into over the years. I mean, I can gripe with various. Basecamp interface things that I've 
like liked or not liked over the years, but onboarding has not been one of them for sure. They seem to really, you know, put a focus on that when they're yeah, putting it together. Absolutely. So anyway, uh, once they release, I'm like on a list to let me know when they support um, personal domains. Cool. And so when that happens, I'll probably give them a shot. Cool, man. Cool. Calling that addressed. Uh, well, what went well? I got another card here for me. Um, started a new weekly blog post idea. Mm-hmm. So I've got a blog and I struggle to write on it. We've talked many times about how I mm-hmm. prefer to work on my blog than write on my blog. Mm-hmm. And I had this idea last week and it kind of came to me um, to write like a weekly recap post. So every Sunday, like try to build in a habit of every Sunday going and just writing up what, like how, you know, some, some kind of reflection on the week and ship it and spend no more than 30 minutes on it in an effort to just try to get those habits built in a little bit more. Like a log of the, what you did in the week on the web, like a web log. (laughs) I want to hang up. (laughs) <laughs> no, so so um, I've only done one of these things, but what I did was like a couple sentences about how the week went, some bullet pointed highlights of the week, and like mm. what I'm seeing coming up next week. Yeah, and in that bullet pointed highlight list, I put like a blog post I shipped, the episode of Pudding Time that we shipped, mm. um, you know, like some of those kind, of, like some some number of pull requests I did. How much how much did I work? So I put like I worked forty hours, zero PTO. So maybe mm-hmm. I kind of like keep a running thing of like sure some might some things to check in on or whatever yeah that's cool man that's a good it's a good idea to have it have it built into your like weekly habits too because it's probably more likely to happen <laughs> yeah and i was thinking you know um when people write like year in review posts on their personal blogs yeah i usually really like them and so I was yeah. thinking, well, what if I did a weekly and then like rolled that up into a, mm-hmm. a yearly? Like maybe that will help me do that because I, I have started but in but like not finished a number of year in review posts, <laughs> but I've never shipped one of them. Interesting. So. Yeah, I've never even attempted one. I did one time in twenty in twenty ten. I wrote a my top Sorry. favorite albums of uh, the two thousands. And and that's basically all I've ever done in terms of year, decade, or whatever in reviews. So we'll see. Yeah, good work. That's that's my latest experiment with habits and trying to do things. I trying to help myself do things I'm trying to do. Okay, um, discussion topic: Duncan on Ted Cruz. Yeah. So in case. This gets lost in the annals of history. I want to provide a little bit of context, okay? Ted Cruz is who? Ted Cruz is the junior senator from Texas, U.S. senator. And this this week, this past week and a half or so, the state of Texas has been basically in a state of emergency because, first of all, the power grid was out, essentially. It failed. It, it was it was failed. There are some questions I've seen about whether or not it was actually failed or if it was intentionally kept, like, at lower numbers uh, because the, like, energy people didn't want to, like, spend overage money or whatever. So gotcha. not sure about all that, but I, I wouldn't be surprised either way if it was just not built to handle cold winter because right. it's Texas. Or if people are 
trying to like, oh, we don't really need to like turn on this nuclear reactor or, you know, whatever the auxiliary power thing is. Uh, we don't need to ship in some energy from Colorado. Right. Nerds. This is Texas. We make our own energy. Right. That's right. We go it alone, state. So anyway, that's what's going on um, in Texas. And then more recently, you know, a lot of people are without heat and it's yep. cold. It's like snowing in Texas, which is bizarre, number one. But the, this winter storm has basically swept the entire country. So that's the context. People are hungry. Some people are like outside freezing, literally. And, you know. Stores uh, are out of supplies. Yeah, yes. It's you know, real dangerous. There was actually. a. <laughs> Yeah, there was a boil water no- notice in Austin, and which is, you know, basically the water treatment plant failed because of the power. Right. So there's right. just this, like, cascading effect that's been happening, and it's it's a major crisis. Anyway, that's the context. And then Ted Cruz, number yep. one, point number one. Okay. Uh, he spent most of last summer trying to dunk on California – uh, when they were out of having having their own power grid issues due to fire and wildfires, yeah, yeah, exactly. Because you know, because California is you know in his mind the the most liberal of whatever. Ted Cruz, of course, is a conservative Republican and right. Trump sycophant. Um, <clears throat> anyway, that's point number but, one. But, he spent okay, so, all this so time. He's a man of the people, on- is what you're saying. <laughs> He's a and, man of the people named Ted Cruz, sure. <laughs> and and when he discovered that his constituents were were having these problems, can you help me understand what what he did? Yeah, next? what he did was he apologized first of all for those California tweets that he had done last summer, and yeah. he you know he, he went, got to it. Yeah, he went and he volunteered at the at the local, uh, you know. Uh, the the local food bank that the people that mm-hmm. you know handing things out. Uh, he yeah. was out there, you know, of course, wearing his face mask, trying to raise awareness and raise money. Um, yeah. You know, they. I think I, I heard one congressperson uh, helped raise over a million dollars. Um, no, this is all false. That that congress <laughs> that's that congressperson was um, AOC raising money right. for for not even her home state. And right. Ted Cruz took his family and flew to Cancun. <laughs> I'm out of here. Uh, anyway, I, I love, I mean, Twitter never fails at this kind of thing, right? It's and so good at it. One of my favorite, favorite ones that I saw this morning was, um, it was a picture of him and it's like heroic father takes family <laughs> 1200 miles across border for, uh, <laughs> electricity, working water and food or something like that. And it's just like, wow. Oh, I know. Chef's yeah, The other one was, so Ted Cruz, people people caught on to this. He flew back. He was – they were on the ground in Mexico for like 10 hours, right? <laughs> <laughs> so they came back. He's already having to do his apology tour instead yeah. of going to help people. So he's still like <laughs> – it's still just about him, you know? It's still just about him. Yeah. So – oh, man. And so um, another I have one, a question about this ahead. situation, Josh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't understand how it's snowing and so cold in Texas if global warming is real. Mm. So can you help me understand how global warming wouldn't keep Texas hot? It's because the libs have taken away our guns. (laughs) Oh, okay. 
Gotcha. So is it, is it is it also because of having to wear masks? It's because they've made us wear masks. So normally, like when people don't wear masks, it it keeps the uh, like outside air at a normal warm temperature. But as soon as right. you cover up everyone's mouth, it might not matter yeah. for one person, but with everyone's mouth covered, <laughs> suddenly the temperature drops precipitously, and there's snow in Texas. I mean, if you think about it, it makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. That's why they call them fly-in crews. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Ted Cruz is a real piece of shit. Um, <laughs> That's, I am not a fan of that guy. He, yeah, there are a few people that that make me feel such low levels of human love. Yeah. And it's when I look at that guy's mug. Yep. Um, okay, cool. Let's call that a dress. <laughs> um, if you think of any other funny Ted Cruz I think jokes, that we should just... Inter, just intersperse with just interject yeah please yeah okay but not but not on this one so the next card is for me and it is about um it says front door handle isn't working but it's too cold to want to open and fix so you haven't even gone outside at all you're like, I can't go outside because the handle's broken. I mean, Josh, I have other ways out of my house than the front door, <laughs> namely the garage door. Well, um, from but... previous podcasts, I remember there's a bird out there waiting. He's going to peck your <laughs> right. eyes out. Yeah, yeah, that's true. This is the second time I've been talking about my front door. Um, yeah, I don't quite know what's happening. When we moved into this house, we noticed some wear marks on the outside and inside of the front door which made us think that they had like a custom fancy handle that they swapped mm. out and put back in the original. Mm, okay. You know, because you could see like the wear marks of where there was like a big fancy thing and like maybe something was down here and so they had like a fancy handle and then those are now gone and then the uh, originals were put back into ah, place. Okay. And so maybe it just didn't quite sit right. And anyway, over some time and maybe, maybe the cold weather had something to do with it, it's kind of like um, – it's not aligned properly anymore, and so uh, you, um, it doesn't latch. Well, it's when you turn the handle, you can't unlatch. It doesn't. It, it doesn't go all the way back in. Oh, and okay. So you can't open it. Okay. Mm. So, but it's been so fucking cold here. Like to <laughs> fix this, I will have to open the door, take the screws off, and like take the whole thing apart, and then like try to put it back together. And so it might be fast, but like it could also be slow and whatever. It's like, right. So here's my solution. I found a bit of cardstock, and I, like I was able to get the thing open. I like where this is going. And so I put the cardstock and closed the door so it couldn't latch, mm-hmm. and then I threw the, the deadbolt. Okay. So you're so using the deadbolt, the deadbolt as a latch. Yeah. The deadbolt's keeping it shut, and if I need to open it, I can undo the deadbolt because that cardstock's there. I can mm-hmm. open that sucker right back up. Mm-hmm. I can close it right back on that cardstock, throw the deadbolt. You're back in business, baby. Do you remember when there was like, I feel like it was, I don't know if it was common knowledge or what, but people were just like using credit cards to open doors. Like that was a thing. Yeah. I feel like you're doing the opposite of that. (laughs) Right. I'm doing the opposite (laughs) of that. That's right. That's so good. It's funny. Something happened with our front door this week. Um, Mm. Our kids, we have this like, you know, our main front door. And then on the outside is a... In the, like it's a screen door. It's a screen, but it's also uh, it's an interchangeable thing, and it's very custom. I don't know who made it, but it's it's definitely a very custom piece of thing. Um, okay. Because in the winter, we put on like a storm window, mm. and and I actually unscrew these like 
these um, bracket clip things. Anyway, the original brackets broke. They were plastic. And so I found some replacements that were the right size and everything online. Um, but they're probably like mirror clips. So now the problem is in the in the summer, it's fine. Screens don't weigh that much. and But then <clears throat> in the winter, when it's the window, like the combination of them being like cheap plastic clips and the fact that it's like a vacuum essentially in between the front mm. door and the other door, when my kids will rip open the door as quick as they can to get back inside because, ooh, it's cold outside. And <laughs> that happened with my middle this this week and i just heard this huge crash upstairs yeah and the window didn't break luckily but i was like Phew. i'm like once again the the front door fell off so <laughs> just happened it's just something that happens at the davy house you know well dear old dad can fix that it's fine yep i did it i fixed it put some metal you on there did? yeah i already mm-hmm. did it and it was cold you're not wrong no like i have no buffer like it's just if i open that door to work on it it's just mm. cold air coming to my house right do you have like a coat or something you could <laughs> <laughs> all right that's addressed maybe you could take the door to cancun and work on it there hey uh is that what you mean by, you, from joshua davy is that what you meant by callback or do you want me to yeah okay no that's fine okay um from josh why can't kids flush Mm. I think you're talking about the toilet. Is that accurate? I am. And we we talk in number one, number two. We talk in both. I just want you to inquire about this as long as possible <laughs> because the truth is stranger than fiction. No, that's not true. Okay. <clears throat> My kids seem to have memory loss or something when it comes to <laughs> flushing the toilet, but only with poop. Mm. I don't know what the problem is, but... I feel like every single time I go into any of our three bathrooms, I lift up the lid. They remember to close the lid, and there it is. Yeah. There's there's a present for me. Sometimes, you know, especially down this basement bathroom, it's been long enough that, like, things have, like— It's turned. Things have changed, and it's no <laughs> yeah. longer solid and liquid. It's just simply liquid, you know? Right. And the colors, know the colors are happening. Um Anyway, so let me ask you this. Do your kids take a while to do the business or are they in there yes. and out? Yeah. No, so they here's, take a while. here's my theory. They're in there so long that they get in their own heads and they just like forget what the hell they're doing. It's like they black out <laughs> and then <laughs> poop happens I'm, and then they're, they're, they're out well, of there. Well, my older two take a long time. I think that what's happening, if yeah. I were to venture a guess, is that. You know, they spend the first couple minutes doing what they need to do. And then the second, like, whatever, 15 minutes, yeah. they're reading their book or whatever. Right. But And then they're done and they just, like, they just keep reading and, like, walk off with their book and just whatever. <laughs> anyway, I feel like every single time I go and also our toilets are a whole thing because I'm always having to plunge, too. Like, mm. there's so many toys that are stuck somewhere in the... <laughs> innards of the commode that believe me <laughs> i've found plastic bits there's just yeah. there's just too much happening in my toilets anyway i thought of this because this morning i walked into the bathroom and lifted up the seat and i'm like Gah. once again 
There was the present waiting for me. And it it always means like more cleaning because it, the longer right. it's sat, the more of a ring develops. So <laughs> you were there. Yeah, I've been there. <laughs> I was there this week. I'm really... Mm. Jack's I, not good at it either. Well, here's the thing. I don't think I ever forget, but if I did, I have a very obvious cop-out now. Like if... Oh, you know, for sure. Yeah. Like, oh... I've got three other good reasons right. why that might have happened that weren't right. me. You and Bethany both have easy scapegoats. That's right. That's and right. will for a while. Flush goats. What are flush they called? That's what, the, that's what they're called. Mm-hmm. Oh, flush goat. That's the um, name. That's the pseudonym that Ted Cruz uses when he goes to Cancun. Is that when he's horny on Maine? <laughs> Gotta go. Uh, all right, that one's addressed. <laughs> Um, do you know what I'm talking about when I say that? This is another no. Ted Cruz dunk. Tell me. Oh, that's when he, um, <clears throat> that's when his official Twitter account retweeted some porn. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so there was a whole thing, um, that came out of that saying, you know, you shouldn't be horny on main, like your main account. You should use your burner account <laughs> gotcha. to do, to do your whatever. And they tried to make it seem like it was a, uh, like it was a, it, like some page or somebody like, oh, it wasn't, it wasn't Ted. Yeah. <laughs> of course, yeah. Ted would never. He's no. a family man. Um, yeah. Whatever. I heard that he left his dog at home and didn't take the dog to, to um, Mexico. I mean, it keeps getting worse, no matter how you look at it. It's not good. Yeah. It's not a good look. No. Apparently, he also had like police escort him. <laughs> My God. Which means he pulled police who might have otherwise been doing other helpful like things people. in a crisis. Yeah. Whew. Oh, boy. Boy, oh, boy. Um, we only have a few things here left. None of them are voted on. So I'm <laughs> going to pull an audible here. I need to make sure we hit something that I, I assumed you were going to add to the board. I'm pretty sure the woman who lives at your church is like out of the church. I can't believe I forgot to add that. Yes, this yeah. happened yesterday. Yeah, yes. yeah. So Edith, who has lived at um, my church for almost three and a half years. It's insane. Yeah. Um, you know, new administration, slightly, they're slightly lessening their uh, ice, that is. is the, their directive has changed slightly such that they're not pursuing non-criminal immigrants in the same with the same gusto that they were previously so now they they basically they made it they said we have some news you might be interested in here but you do need to come down to the office in person so she left and we all actually i was there my family was there we all went down to the ice office and we tried to make it as public as possible for protection essentially so the new news was down there and stuff and she went in she met with them and they have terms that are um you know, the the fear of deportation is now off the not, table. Not gone. There's still sure. officially an order of deportation, but they are not. They're clearly not um, pursuing her, and they have all these other terms like uh, these um, check ins that she'll do and things like that that will keep her in the good graces of of ISIS. So, but but she'll be allowed to live at home, her home, not the church. She'll be allowed to work. She can get a work permit. She will, um, she'll be allowed to travel within the states. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, basically, things she, that we take for granted, and she's got to be just over the right, moon. right. Yeah. So it's yeah, they were they were certainly celebrating as a family last night, and um, I mean, we we did too. We had, you know, because it, it doesn't affect us as directly, but it's been sure. a journey for for my church community certainly, and um, right. yeah, it's still a long road to the ultimate goal, which would be like citizenship or. Uh, something, something that our our country legally deems like whatever legal. Yeah. Um, but this is a celebration. This is a step forward. So, yeah. Thanks for bringing that up. Sure. I'm surprised that I'm surprised I forgot about that. It's just been a big day with me quitting my job and stuff. Yeah. The only reason I knew is because Jess saw Bethany post about it on Facebook, I think, screenshotted mm-hmm. it and sent it to me because I don't do Facebook anymore. But it occurred to me that was that's that's some good news in an otherwise terrible world that we Yeah, learned. absolutely. Absolutely. We have to okay. celebrate even the small things. That's true. Uh, you got a ticket on here, Snowboards A Go-Go and What Went Well. And I'd like to know more about this. My kids... Uh, at first it was just Oliver, my oldest, who was like, let's go snowboarding, um, with his friend, um, his friend brought over, these aren't like the kind that you would get at a proper hill where you snap into your boots. These are just like, uh, kid snowboards that you slide your boots into these straps. So you So you're standing, you're standing. It's a proper snowboard. It's just, you wouldn't be able to use it at a big hill, but it's fun for like a sledding hill. Gotcha. Right. So that's that's kind of what it's designed for. Anyway, he he had some Christmas money left over. He wanted to get one, but then my my two girls were like, "Well, we want one with two. So we have yeah. three snowboards upstairs nice. now. Yeah. That and the kind that got like you can decorate them and stuff. So they've been like mm. doing that. Anyway, wait, you um, can decorate a snowboard and not have it like just rub right off? I don't know. They came with these special markers. And like white areas where it's very clear that that's where it's designed to be. That's where it goes. Yeah. It might all rub off. I don't really know. But anyway, they they had been using just the neighbor's snowboard and like borrowing it, taking turns. And now they're all going to be out on our front baby bunny hill in our front yard. So that's fun. Yeah, it's it's fun. Get some energy out of those kids anyway. Oh man, I'll tell you, it's not going to help them flush any better though. Well, that that goes without saying. So, Josh, the final discussion topic is what's for dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to ask Jess because I wanted to make sure I had some information for you. Mm. Um, what's for dinner at the Allyrod household is Jack's favorite, which is orange chicken. Okay. Is that something you make yourselves or some something you get somewhere? This is frozen orange chicken from Costco. Ah, Costco. But we do one thing that's kind of fun, which is we cut up like some green pepper, red pepper, mm. whatever, bell peppers basically, mm-hmm. and put that in there for mm-hmm. a little crunch. They call that the enhancement. Yeah, we do a little enhancement. Yeah. Augmentation. I – we are doing Thai tonight. Wow. So sticking with an Asian theme. Um, we had pizza last night in celebration of Edith. So we gotcha. had pizza and ice cream. So – I was like, you know what? I can do pizza again. Bethany's like, you know what? I cannot do pizza again. So <laughs> okay, 
so we compromised and uh, got Ty. So that'll be that'll be happening tonight. And do, what do you do, Ty? Do you eat Ty often? Uh, no. Okay. Do, I don't like. I don't know much about it. Basically, okay. it's just all right. So yeah, my my kids go with pad Thai typically, which is hmm. very you know standard. Any Thai restaurant has pad Thai. Uh, I've probably had pad Thai, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like no- noodle, like uh, those rice noodles and yes. kind of peanutty, kind of sweet. Anyway, yep. I, I get curry. Those. I'm a big fan of like curry dishes, and it's kind of like a, a curry soup almost that you put. You can throw rice in there, and very spicy, gotcha. very spicy. Get get those sinuses going. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's fun. So we're doing that. Okay, you got, any, you got any danglers? I mean, I know your kids do, but I'm asking oh, you if you have. Oh man, any. do they ever! Um, <laughs> you know, we said you said Costco. We went to Bethany went to Costco yesterday, and I feel like the day of and the day after Costco, it feels like you're living like a king, <laughs> right? You are, like you are living large. You are I, literally living large. Our snack cabinet, it's it, out of control. It feels it feels like we're lush with possibility no anyway i don't have any danglers do you have any danglers no i'm good cool all right no you Uh, hang up first uh, you do it all right bye all right bye